The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Meadow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out meadow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. Hi there, I'm Dr. Richard Maddow, co-founder of the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success, and welcome to today's podcast on the Dental Practice Fixers Podcast Network. Wow, network. I don't think I've ever called it a podcast network before, but sure, what the heck, a podcast network. You can listen to this so many places on our website, amato.com. Of course, all the normal podcast apps, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and then you can even watch me on YouTube if you like. So however you're doing it, welcome to today's podcast. We've got a great topic for you today. We're going to be talking about 10 ways to immediately increase your cash flow for 2023. And who the heck doesn't want to increase their cash flow? And of course, we've got three or maybe four mystery shopper calls towards the end of today's podcast, which I know everybody loves. I get more comments on the mystery shopper calls than on anything else. I think maybe it's our chance to peek into other dental practices and see what's going on. Maybe we'll be peeking into yours today. Who the heck knows? And if you want to send a comment, you can just actually email me personally. My email address is rich, R-I-C-H, at Maddo, M-A-D-O-W, dot com. So let's get down to it. Some ways, 10 of them as a matter of fact, to immediately increase your cash flow and make 2023 your best year yet. Okay, number one is to get on your collections. Man, we hate collections. When patients owe us money, it's never a good thing. And the crazy thing is they're mad at you because you loaned them money that you never should have. So the first lesson is never let a patient owe you money. That's a topic for another podcast. We don't have time to get into that today. But let's face it, there are some patients who owe you money, and let's get them to pay up. Now, some people would say, what you need to do is make a list or a, you know, get your data together, make a spreadsheet of every single patient who owes you money, and start calling them all from Aaron Aardvark all the way to Zelda Zweibach. But I'm going to say that's a huge waste of time. So yes, make your spreadsheet, get your data together on every single patient that owes you money. But let's not waste time calling patients who owe us $6.32. And let's not waste time calling patients who've owed us money for five years. Because let's face it, as much as we don't want to admit it, if they've owed you money for five years, they're not going to pay. So we'll kind of triage these patients, starting with the ones who are the most current. They've owed you money for the least amount of time. And then let's take it even further. And the people who owe you the most money. Now, this is our key list. People who owe you the most, and it's the most current. They've owed you money for the least amount of time. Now get on the phone and call them. If somebody owes you a lot of money, don't hesitate to make a deal. I would. So if you, we'll give you a 10% courtesy if you can pay right now and get their credit card or credit card number right on the phone and take care of it. Do whatever it takes to get this money in. Um, if you call and get voicemail, which chances are you will, obviously you're not going to say you owe me money on the voicemail. Just say it's Dolores to Dr. Meadows' office, and it's important that you call me back as soon as possible and leave the phone number. Now, chances are most of these people will not answer or will never call you back, but this is the first step. 
Some of them will, most won't. Now, what do you do with people who don't pay? And this could be for anybody, you know, an old account, a new account, somebody owes you a lot, somebody owes you a little. I'm going to say to send them one of our famous CMR 207 collection forms. You may not know this little Matto Center for Dental Practice Success trivia, but actually the very first thing we ever developed, this was way back in the late 80s, the thing that put us on the map, so to speak, was our famous statement of delinquency collection form. This is something that Dave and I designed to use in our own dental practices and other people got wind of it and it took off and we started selling them to dentists all over the country. And before long, we had about 30,000 dental practices using our collection form. It's the most successful and popular collection form in the history of dentistry. It's collected tens of millions of dollars. It's a very striking form. It's on that old school two-part NCR paper, which for some reason is very threatening because when you mail the patient the bottom copy, the yellow copy, they'll know that there's a white copy or a top copy circulating somewhere. They don't know where it is. It's the whole psychology of it. So again, um, if you do all these things and people won't pay, send them a 207 form. You can get those on our website, matter.com. Just go to resources, and then you'll see something for collection forms. Get the matching envelopes. They're very inexpensive. Your first collection will pay for your stack of 100 or 500 forms. Then everything else is all gravy, as they say. So let's get those past count, past due accounts to pay us what they owe. And don't feel guilty about it. They owe you this money. It's, it's so weird how the patients are upset and they take it out on you when you try to collect from them, but they never should have owed you money in the first place. So Okay, that's thing number one. Number two, you've heard it a gazillion times, and that is raise your fees, do it now. People are so afraid to raise their fees, but I'm telling you, patients are not nearly as price sensitive, as fee sensitive as we think. I always use this as the example of no matter how much your crown fee is, patients are going to think it's high anyway. If they think a $1,300 crown's expensive, they think a $1,600 crown's expensive. So I'd rather charge $1,600. They're going to think it's expensive anyway. If you haven't raised your fees in the last year, do it now. Raise them across the board. Yes, in some cases, this will actually increase your insurance write-offs. Now, some will argue that this will eventually help your profile so the PPOs or the nasty insurance companies will um, raise the UCR or whatever crazy term you want to call it. Not so sure if that's the case or not, but the only way to find out is to do it. Raise your fees. Do it now. Don't be shy. Patients think that your fees are high anyway, so get paid with your worth. Okay, number three is to offer fluoride to all adults. It's not a huge moneymaker, but it helps with cash flow, and it's also good for them. It's a win-win. We know the incredible benefits of adult fluoride. So make sure that you offer fluoride to all adults. Now, I know many people have told me, oh, our patients will only get what insurance covers if fluoride's not covered by insurance, which it's not. They won't get it. And I'm calling BS on that because the practices we work with have all increased their fluoride acceptance tremendously, tremendously. So I think when talking to an adult patient about fluoride, I like to kind of use the worldview and then the personal view. In other words, first I'll go for social proof, saying something like, most of our adult patients do get fluoride treatment. So again, you're, you're saying that most people do it. It must be good. That's the way we think. And then make sure you put in a bit about their personal situation. You know, you've got three crowns. They all look great now, but there are those 
itty bitty, itty bitty kind of pores where bacteria and, and decay can get in there and it's microscopic. Getting fluoride treatment protects your investment. Your crowns and your old fillings will last a lot longer if you get fluoride treatment. And of course, another benefit is it prevents new cavities in the future. So it's actually a really good investment in your dental health. So again, do the worldview. Most of our adult patients do get fluoride and then make it personal. Tell them why fluoride would benefit them specifically. So that's number three, fluoride for adults. Number four, kind of a similar thing, offer sealants to all adults and kids and use the same thing, the worldview and then the personal view. Okay, wow, four ways to increase your cash flow. Let's keep rocking. Oh, number five, if you're a listener to the Dental Practice Fixers, you know this is one of my favorites and that is save money on your credit card processing fees. Oh, it pains me, pains me to think that any of our listeners are paying that nasty overage percentage for your credit card processing. We stopped doing that at the Matto Center years ago because we switched to stacks. They do not charge the overage percentage. Of course, you still have to pay the percentage to Visa, MasterCard, Amex. There's no way to get out of that. But your credit card processor is paying you a percentage just to process these transactions, and they don't do that at stacks. They charge a very low, flat monthly fee. We have saved tens of thousands of dollars at the Matto Center by switching to stacks, and that's why I've recommended them to thousands of dentists across the country. People have switched. They're very happy. It's seamless, and you just pay that low, flat monthly fee. So why not increase your cash flow by making one phone call? You put the whole thing in place, then you never have to worry about it. Just go to matto.com slash save to find out more. Go to matto.com slash save. You will save money on your credit card fees. Okay, number six. This might be a little more intense than some of the rest of the things, but that is renegotiate your lease. Even if you're, well, if your lease is coming to a close soon, I urge you, urge you, urge you to work with a professional lease negotiator. You will save so much money if you get your lease professionally negotiated. Landlords love dentists. Why do landlords love dentists? Well, a couple reasons. The first reason is a good reason. We are dream tenants because we very rarely go out of business and we pay our rent on time. So we're great. We're not coming and going. We're not going to be three months behind on our rent. No, dentists are responsible. And usually our, our practice can support the lease payment. So that's really good news. But they also love us because dentists are just so naive we tend to not negotiate our lease. Well, you can get a professional lease negotiator, the same one that all the big boys use. If you need a recommendation, you can email me personally, rich at matto.com, or you can ask around, go on some um, you know, message boards online, some Facebook groups, whatever. Get a recommendation for a lease negotiator, preferably one that works with dental and medical practices. They will, I, I, I just was talk, just talking to a dental lease negotiator a few months ago, he showed me how over a five-year period, he saved the dentist over $100,000. They can get you a few months free rent. They can get you a free build-out of your little walls and rooms, save you money every month by negotiating it. They are the best. Now, how much does it cost to use a lease negotiator? Hundreds, thousands, millions, billions? No. A lease negotiator is free. They charge the landlord. Landlords know this and they've got padding in what they charge to pay for lease negotiators. So you're crazy if you don't take advantage of one, especially if you're 
lease, a new lease is coming up soon. Now, even if it's not, even if you have a few years left on your lease, you can renegotiate if you're willing to go out another five, six, 10 years, whatever, um, you can lock it in. You can renegotiate your lease, even if it's not coming to a close. You can talk to a lease negotiator about that as well. So save money every month. This could be tens of thousands, if not $100,000 over the course of your lease. Definitely do it. Okay. Number seven is to sell your dental scrap. We've got this dental scrap. They're precious metals. It's lying around. It's worth real money. I'm not talking $10. I'm not talking $100. I'm talking in many cases, thousands of dollars. Sell your dental scrap. Make sure you sell to the right company. Again, um, I've got a fantastic recommendation for you, Southern Dental Refining. This is a company that Dave and I recommend best based on much, much, much research. Who pays the most? Who's the easiest to deal with? Who's the most honest? We love Southern Dental Refining. It's a small family-owned company. They've done a huge overhead by taking out big exhibit booths or ads in the trade journals. They truly do pass the savings along to you. We know Alan Katz, the owner. He's a great guy. He's super honest. Whatever you do, do not sell your dental scrap to one of those way pay and run people. In other words, they come into your office, they bring out their little scale, they do the whole dog and pony show, they give you cash on the barrel head, then they run up to their parking lot and you never see them again. But they're doing the happy dance in their car because they just rip you off. They bought your scrap without ever doing an assay. They don't even know exactly what they're buying. So how do they make money if they don't know exactly what they're buying? Because they pay you such a small, paltry amount that they can't lose. Never, ever, ever sell to a way pay and run person. Um, we love Southern Dental Refining. We've compared them to many other companies. They absolutely pay the most. Just go to matto.com slash gold. Matto.com slash gold. It'll, there's a little information thing to fill out. Alan Katz will personally send you a pre-page shipping label. You just stick it on a lab box, an Amazon box, whatever you got. You throw your scrap in there, and then you'll get the absolute most. It's funny. I, I just saw somebody posted on Facebook. They did an A-B test split. with one of the big companies that all the social media sites were recommending. They sent equal amounts to them, equal amounts to Southern Dental Refining. Southern Dental Refining paid them almost double. Double. And this was a reputable company that everybody's recommending. So please go to matter.com slash gold, find out how to do that. Just put some more cash in your pocket immediately. Number eight, I alluded to this when I was talking about number one, which is collections. I don't have time to go into all the details now, but let's just say always get paid up front. Don't be a bank. There is no reason ever to do in-house payment plans where you're being the bank. I know people have told me before, well, if somebody's not approved by Care Credit, then I'll do the in-house payment plan. It's like, no, that's the last person in the world you want to be doing an in-house payment plan for. This professional credit reporting company just told you that this patient will screw you over. Why would you ever, ever, ever want to offer them a payment plan? Now, of course, if old Gertrude's been coming to you for 45 years and you've always done payment plans and she's always paid, well, we'll make exceptions. But please don't be a bank. Remember, you're not obligated to treat every single person that walks in the door if they're going to screw you over. You just aren't. Here's my favorite way to present care credit. You've probably heard me say this before. Dental practices, they just talk too much. They go on and on about all these crazy details. And we tend to talk patients out of things. Here's how to present care credit. 
five seconds. Let's say that the patient needs $2,400 worth of treatment. You've offered them a discount for cash or check. You've talked about paying with a credit card. I don't want to use any of those options. Just look them straight in the eye and say, we've got a great option for you. It's 12 months, interest-free. That'll be just $200 per month. Would you like to do that? Then just be quiet. And they say yes. And then you go ahead and you do the whole care credit thing with the you know approval, blah, blah, blah. But let's get them to commit first. We've got a great option for you. It's 12 months, interest-free. That'll be just $200 per month. Want to do that? Boom. Everybody says yes. Then you go ahead and do all the detail work, but get them to commit mentally and verbally first. If you're not, if you're not having like close to 100% of the people say yes to care credit, you're not doing it this way. And then if they don't get approved, please don't offer them an in-house payment plan. Or we're back to step number one, which is making those nasty collection calls that nobody, nobody, nobody wants to make. Okay, that's eight ways already to immediately increase your cash flow. Way number nine. I, I hate to say this because I know so many team members are listening and I love our team members and you guys are the most dedicated, hardworking people I've ever met. Dental team members are the greatest, except if you've got that one bad apple. As Donnie Osmond used to sing, one bad apple don't spoil the whole bunch, girl. Well, in this case, Donnie was wrong. One bad apple does spoil the whole bunch. A team member who is insubordinate costs you so much money in so many ways. They bring the entire team down. They decrease your treatment plan acceptance. There's so many things that an insubordinate team member does. I'm telling you, make it your pre-New Year's resolution to find help that person find a job that's better suited to their personality, if you know what I mean. I know we're all worried about finding new team members but holding on to a team member who is bringing everybody down, who's insubordinate, who's gossiping, who's backstabbing, who doesn't do what they're supposed to do to make your dental practice the best place in the world. They do not belong in your practice for so many reasons. And one reason is they are costing you money and killing your cash flow. Let's make a commitment to doing the right thing. And number 10, have a nice talk with your accountant about the upcoming year. How can you save money? How can you take advantage of um, your tax situation, your investments, all these things? If you're not using an accountant that specializes in dentistry, I highly recommend finding one who does. They know ways the dentist can save money on the on taxes, on write-offs, on what things are appropriate to charge to the practice and what things aren't, all those things. So really have a nice talk with your accountant. Tell me you're, you're super trying to um, create better cash flow, lower your overhead. What are some suggestions? And if they don't have any, might be time to at least interview a new accountant to see if you can find a better fit. Okay, wow. 10 ways to immediately increase your cash flow. All kind of just a few reminders. If you want to save money on your credit card processing by paying a low monthly fee, go to matto.com slash save. You want to get the absolute most money for your dental scrap? It's matto.com slash gold. And check out our collection forms. You can find them on our website under resources. Okay, that was a lot of stuff. And now the moment of fun when we do our mystery shopper calls. I kept it really simple 
um, this time. And I, I think about 50% of my secret shopper calls or mystery shopper calls are a variation on this theme. And that is, I'm a new patient. I want to come in for a checkup and cleaning. I know that's not what we call it. We call it an exam and profi. But of course, patients call it a checkup and cleaning. And then ask a few questions and see if they actually even try to a point. The results have been amazing, haven't they? All right, let's do four calls. The first one's a little different, but I just want to play this for you. And I'm going to cut it off early, but you'll see what I mean. Okay, mystery shopper call number one. To ensure the highest level of customer care, this call may be recorded. Welcome. Please press 1 to be connected. Thank you for choosing I'm currently with a patient. Can you please hold? A who, a what? A? Boom, right to hold. I'm gonna stop this call now, but suffice it to say, I'm looking at my little recording here. I was on hold for three minutes and 40 seconds before I finally hung up. I have no idea if they even ever got back to this call or how long it would have taken, but what was going on there? First of all, they said the call was going to be recorded for quality assurance. Wow. I hope they go back and listen to how bad this was. Then they say, press one to be connected. I didn't understand this at all. If it's like press one for, you know, if you're a new patient, press two, if you have a question about this, press three for that. But when there's only one option on the menu, what's the point? Why do you have to press one if it's the only choice? Then somebody picked up the phone and mumbled something. The only thing I understood was, can you hold? It was like, blah, 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 blah. can you hold? Beep. Horrible, horrible, horrible customer service. Completely unacceptable. Let's move on to our next call. How can I help you? Uh, yeah, can you tell me um, for a new patient how much a first visit would typically cost? Um, do you have insurance? I do not have insurance. Oh. No insurance. Sure. So we have a we have a couple of options. So usually we tell people a first initial visit is going to be around three hundred dollars, um, and we do have an in-house plan. It's called the RBD plan, which you could sign up for if that's something you're interested in. Um, but ballpark for a first initial visit is around three hundred dollars. And what's done about this? Could be a little bit more. Oh, okay, I see. What's usually done at that visit? What is usually done at that visit? We will do an exam. Dr. will take a peek, and then we'll clean your teeth, and then we'll take any pictures if you're due for any type of x-rays. Okay, so you'll take pictures? Yes, like bite wings or whole mouth x-ray, just depending on when you last had those done. Okay, and what's the RVP plan? The RBD plan. Um, can, do you mind me asking how old you are? Oh, no problem. I'm 63. Okay. So we um, we wanted to do our two visits per year. It's a flat cost of $380. And within that $380, it includes two cleanings per year, two exams per year, and one set of yearly x-rays. So if you're due for bite wings, it's the bite wings. Or if you're due for full mouth x-rays, um, it includes that that as well um, and then you get an additional discount based off of your age so you fall between our 30 percent discount so say you have a filling or you need a crown or anything else um, you would get 30 percent off of that cost i see okay well great well thank you so much for all that nice information 
Of course. If you need anything else, just let us know. I will. Thanks so much. Bye. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I love that ending. Slight pause. Yeah, thank you. Um, a few things. First of all, I don't know if you noticed, the sound quality was horrible. It was kind of staticky and there all these weird like clicking noises. I don't know what kind of phone that was, but that was just unacceptable. Um, she did a few things that weren't good. She She's throwing out this lingo like, oh, it's $300, but we have this RBD plan. I don't even know what the letters were that she said. Um, I don't know what that is. Then she said at the first visit, we're going to take pictures. Now, pictures, that's a colloquialism. Uh, I know many practices, they just say, you know, they use that term for x-rays of, you know, patient in room three needs some pictures, which no, everything about that is bad, but whatever. She didn't say x-rays. Um, she used a colloquialism pictures. The patient is probably picturing full mouth photographs, which I doubt she was talking about. I know some offices do that, but I don't think that's what she was talking about. Um, that's just as bad as saying radiographs because patients don't know what that means either. Just say x-rays, use a patient-friendly term. Um, and then she started using terms like bite wings. Again, patients don't know what they're talking about. She did offer the fee. She asked about insurance right away. I'm not sure I love that. But of course, the worst thing was at the end, she just kind of let the call die never offered an appointment time, kind of lamely tried to recover the end by saying, call us if you have any questions or if you're ready or something like that. Completely unacceptable. No attempt to schedule the patient. Okay, let's keep going. Let's do another one here. Kaboom. For calling dental, please choose from one of the following options so that we can best assist you. If you are calling to schedule your cleaning appointment, please press one. If you have other questions or are calling due to a dental emergency, please press two. This is Megan, how may I help you? Oh, hi, can you tell me um, for a new patient, how much a first visit would typically cost? Um, for like a new patient for cleaning and exam and all of that? Sure, whatever the first visit usually is. Yeah, if you don't have any previous x-rays, you're probably looking at the give or take around $400. Oh, wow. What is done at that visit? Um, so you need a full mouth x-ray um, for the whole mouth uh, if you don't have one on file. And then you'll have a comprehensive exam. Um, and then a cleaning. Let me just double check the numbers here. And then depending on, I guess it also depends on if you want fluoride or something like that as well. But mm -hmm. let me just add up the numbers here again, just to make sure my estimate is, or approximate estimate, I guess, because it depends on what you actually need if you need anything different once you get in here too. Um, so with fluoride, I'll add that in here. Oh, sure. Yeah, you'd be looking around about 460 is what I have if you wanted fluoride. Got it. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, you're certainly welcome. Right on. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. I liked her enthusiasm level. I'm not sure that she handled the, the disbursement of information so great, but I wouldn't say she was bad. And again, her enthusiasm kind of made up for any of those shortcomings. But... Then zero, I mean zero attempt to offer an appointment. Now, what does she think? I'm just making this call for fun just to find out how much a, a initial visit costs? No, I'm calling because I want a dentist. And she made no appointment to, no attempt to appoint me, no appointment either, nothing.
let the car completely fall off a cliff. I didn't understand the um, the thing in the beginning. Press one if for to schedule a cleaning appointment. Press two for everything else. I mean, do we really need that? Just answer the darn phone. Whoever's there should be able to pick it up. I'm not a fan of that. But that's the least of the problems here. Zero attempt to schedule. Okay, let's do one more. Maybe this office will get it right. We'll find out. Vanessa, how may I help you? Oh, hi. Can you tell me how much a, a first visit will be for a new patient, typically? Um, what would the appointment be for? Just, you know, checkup and cleaning kind of thing, I guess. Do you have dental insurance? I don't. Uh, for new patients, for first appointment would be around $500. That's including cleaning, x-rays, exam, taxes, and PPE. Um, it also depends what kind of cleaning you need as well. Um, so a doctor will go in and do an exam and see what um, treatment you um, he recommends for you to do, fillings, crowns, or if you need like a deep cleaning, scale root planning, um, Depends on what doctor says. Day of appointment. Yeah, it sounds like it. What's that? What's PP? What is that charge? PP is the personal protection equipment. Yep, personal protection equipment. So what does that mean? What what is? I don't understand what what that charge is for. It's for the hygienist protection. Um. How do I explain it? Just one moment. So protection between staff and patients during procedures, cleanings. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't mean to be a pain. I don't know. Like a bodyguard? I don't know what you mean protection. So like a face shield, gloves, protection eyewear, masks. Oh, I see. Okay. I'm paying for your equipment. I get it. Right. Okay. And and tax, and you just charge tax for a dental visit too? Oh, I wasn't familiar with that either. Dental, um, state, M and state tax, so the 1.8%. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, thank you so much for that explanation. Okay. You're welcome. All right. Bye. Wow. That was a great, I love that call. I, I love scaling and root planning. That's just the best. Like We're going to plan to do uh, do something about your roots. We're not going to do anything, but it's just scaling and root planning. I mean, come on, let's pronounce these dental procedures correctly. Um, paying for PPE, I am not a fan. And if you're going to do it, at least be able to explain it. She gave a horrible explanation. She was like, oh, that's uh, for, for the protection of the hygienist. Like, what are you talking about, man? I was like, why not just charge for every single item? Um, you know, just list them all and charge for them. I'm not a fan of charging for PPE. But if you're going to do it, at least be able to have a really good explanation to justify it. Um, then $500 for an initial exam. Wow. I, I would say if I were just a typical consumer, I'd be in severe sticker shock with these last two offices, 440 and 500 for the initial visit. Now, look, I just told you to raise your fees about 20 15 minutes ago, so I shouldn't really be complaining. Um, but if it suits the personality of your office, so to speak, meaning you're not a super high-end, strictly fee-for-service, cosmetic office, whatever, 
I have no objection to kind of a first, you know, new patient bundled fee, first first visit special, whatever we want to call them, and to use that in your marketing. I have absolutely no problem with it. I think you could be scaring new patients off severe sticker shock with $500 for the first visit. But hey, if that's what you charge and if your patients are comfortable paying that, good for you. That's fantastic. But at least say everything correctly and then offer the darn appointment. She made no attempt once again to offer an appointment. Jeez, after all that, any of these three calls, at the very end, just say, we'd love to see you as a new patient in our practice. We can see you tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. If that's not convenient, we've got next Monday at 11 a.m., which works best for you. I feel like I'm getting tired of saying this, but until every mystery shopper call ends that way, I'm going to keep it up. It's our mission to get every practice in the country to do it correctly. Okay, that is going to wrap up today's podcast. Hopefully, learn some great ways to lower your overhead for 2023. And also, as always, learn from our mystery shopper calls. I'm Dr. Richard Maddow. I'm co-founder of the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success. You can send me an email, rich, R-I-C-H, at Maddow, M-A-D-O-W.com. Check out our website at Maddow.com. All kinds of cool things on there. And I really hope to meet you personally one day soon. Thanks so much for listening or viewing. Bye.